Heaven Goddess joining us and King of Zion. How are you doing today? I'm good about yourself. And I'm perking right along. <laughs> I Today we're going to focus kind of on um, holistic health mm -hmm. and um, which is your specialty. Mm -hmm. um, can you kind of explain what is holistic health care? Um, <clears throat> to me, holistic health care would be any way that you heal the body or allow to, or you facilitate an environment for the body to be able to heal itself as it does naturally. As you know, the most high gave you an immune system. Your immune system has been working great for centuries. It's been helping you heal from any disease, any virus, anything like that. And uh, holistic health is just finding the proper herbs, the proper uh, original foods and things like that to, in order to help facilitate your body into a, a state of peace or a state of ease. Wow, that's um. Let me ask you a real quick question. Do you think that nutrition differs for different people? Like, because I don't feel like everybody can have the same diet. So, do you feel like it changes for various people? And how do you figure out what nutrition is best for you? Uh, I would also, I, I, I agree with you on that. I would always advise that you consult some sort of physician uh, at some point. You know, just to see where your levels are, whether you have high cholesterol, whether you have, you know. Pre-existing pre conditions that may be passed down through uh, your family, your bloodline, and your eating habits. Um, but overall, it's still going to be generally the same type of specifics, uh, same type of um, general eating uh, regimen that is necessary to produce health. Like, regardless if you're black, white, old, young, you know, eating red meat is linked to cancer. So. We're, that's something that's just across the board, you know, things like that. Now, for example, I mean, I'm a, I'm allergic to avocado, which anybody who who eats, you know, plant based, they're looking at me like, oh my god, you're missing that's out. That's me because I love avocado. <laughs> exactly. So, and my sons can eat <laughs> avocado. I'm just, it just happened to be, you know, I can't eat that. So right. it's, it's definitely, um, I definitely suggest like at least consulting an allergist and, and things like that because I had no idea I was allergic to avocado. I found out the hard way. I'll put it like that. <laughs> you think that you think that nutrition can affect your mental health? You think like what you eat can affect your mental health in a negative yeah. or positive way? Your food definitely affects your mood. Um, I think human beings we know that innately. You know, uh, we even describe people the same way we describe our food. Somebody's acting a certain way, we may say, "Oh, oh, he's salty." You know what I'm saying? And and, and not recognizing that that's because he's probably over consuming that white table salt. You know what I'm saying? Or you call somebody sweet or say they got sugar, uh -huh. and this and that. You never, you know, a lot of those same people that 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 elderly woman from the south that grew up eating all the all the uh, candy yams and all this. She might be that sweet older lady. You know what I'm saying? So we do know that your food affects your mood. Hmm. Um. What are? Yeah. Some uh, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was gonna say, what are some foods that can help that can help reduce feelings of depression or anxiety? Those are gonna be any food that's heavy with serotonin, usually uh, dark leafy greens. You know, um, especially the more bitter they are, they help purify the blood. And once your blood becomes more pure, your mind starts to expand in certain ways. You start to smile more. But also the fruits, especially the blueberries. You know, the berries. 
are antioxidants. They remove all that type of cancerous type of emotion, as well as anything that comes from the breathing of the impure air in our environments and things like that. So any type of alkaline food, anything straight from the source that's non-hybrid, non-GMO, non-man-made is going to boost your, your serotonin and your dopamine. Wow, that's pretty interesting. How, how do you think it's best to consume those kind of foods? Uh, I would say, consume, for me, I don't like to chew every single leaf. You know, I'm not sitting here pretending to be that guy who's just out in nature picking out the leaves and things like that. Right. So I like to, you know, I like to uh, liquefy mine. I like to juice mine, you know. And juicing for most people, if not all people, is generally the easiest way to get into your body quickest way to get to, through your bloodstream, get to your cells, and the quickest and easiest way for your body to process and, and relieve toxins at the end of the day. So I, um, the healthiest people that I know, they juice on a consistent basis. And you feel like that helps boost the immune system? Definitely. Um, your body is made up of minerals. <clears throat> your, your body needs minerals. Minerals are put it like this, the same animals that most people eat, those animals are eating the minerals through the, through the uh, plants. Most of those animals are not eating other animals, you know? And so we're kind of giving it us away. We're going around the issue. We're going to go eat the, the nutrients from the animal who eats the plant when we can just go eat the plant, you know, things like that. It's just like, I don't know. I don't tell anybody they have to be vegan or anything like that. I'm not vegan at the moment. You know what I'm saying? What I do is tell you to add more leafy greens, add more fruits, add more vegetables. Always, you're never gonna, you know, you need your your five helpings of that every day. You're never gonna be able to function properly without that. Right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Cause you know what? It's funny. It's like there are certain foods that I'm starting to notice that do change my mood. There yeah. was a time, and I and I feel like it's come with age because there was a time where I could eat anything and I was fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> but now I'm starting to feel the repercussions of certain foods. If I eat fast yeah. food, I'm yeah. like I'm 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 like I, I'm done for the day. I just want to yeah. lay down. I don't really feel like like my energy level goes down. But yeah. when I'm eating things like there, there's moments where I'm like, all right, that's it for the next couple of days. I'm gonna do what I can to just eat healthy. I'm gonna stick to like just leafy greens and berries yeah. and oatmeal. And then I do feel better, but unfortunately, you know, I like to eat, so I can do that for a couple of days, and then all right. of a sudden, I'm right back to like, all right, let me get that Popeye shake real quick. Right. I mean, I'll put it like this, <laughs> I right? I feel guilty, but you know, but you're right. It's just like, what what is that about us that when we know the foods are good for us and we're happy mm -hmm. with it, but we end up sliding kind of down to those foods that we know is not good for us, but they make us feel good. I mean, comfort food. That's been around since the beginning of time. You know what I'm saying? Our ancestors weren't all, all mm -hmm. vegan, like I say. Some of them, they want that hearty stew. They want that, you know, chicken right off the bone, melting off the bone and stuff like that. You know, there's nothing wrong. I tell people don't feel, you know, any type of way about what you like to consume that makes you feel good for the moment. Uh, but we, at the same time, have to be real with ourselves and know that a lot of that stuff is... Um, addiction to an extent you know we've been trained to eat these things yeah. my, my children don't like that stuff like you know they didn't originally my first time giving them a mcdonald's they're like dad what is this like that stuff you make at home is way better than this you know so it's like That's we kind of condition ourselves you know and my son's like my oldest boy is eight i got a seven-year-old i got a three-year-old 
they've never asked me for juice, not one time. They asked me for water, you wow. know what I'm saying? And it's because that's what they were already used to. Um, but like I said, even Dr. Sabi would tell you, you know, or Dr. Africa, as long as 80% of what you're eating is natural and whole and from the earth, you can, you know, play around with it. You know, you get, get your comfort foods in because mental health is definitely an important thing. We don't want to, we don't want anybody to develop um, food anxiety. I mean, I know personally firsthand the neighborhoods I grew up in, <clears throat> you couldn't find too much whole foods. You couldn't find too many, you know, nourishing foods. You, you're going to get a bunch of refried Chinese, you know, not to, you know, talk about them, but like just certain, you know, the carry out type of style foods, the Popeyes, the this and that. Like you said, you feel that certain guilt, you feel a certain type of way, you feel drowsy. Your food's supposed to give you energy, you know, and so because yeah. we come from these areas where we were forced to grow up on foods that are not sustaining life, we don't know any other way. You know, and when I, when I did do, uh, I, I did two years as an alkaline, like raw vegan, you know, and I was the healthiest I ever felt in my life, but it took a lot of planning. It took a lot of, you know, hard work and dedication. That's yeah. not something you just wake up to overnight. So I never like promote that as like, you know, this is what you must do. It's like, yo, there's levels to this, you know, and each step of the way, maybe, you know, cut back the dairy products. Next, you can cut back this, cut back that, and just like build yourself up into whatever you feel is your health goal, you know? Yeah, no, no, that's no doubt. That's yeah. So I just had a birthday and I turned 50. So I've been really studying, um, Food, thank you about mm -hmm. uh, foods for your brain mm -hmm. <laughs> because I'm I I I think it started at thirty when you walk in the room and you're like, why in the hell did I come in here? <laughs> <laughs> you forget why you mm -hmm. even walk into a space, and then you just stand there and look like, why did I come mm -hmm. in here? Mm -hmm. So is there any specific food you can name that really helps uh, with brain function and memory? Um, I'm going to go with fish. That's definitely uh, brain food right there. You know, we, in the, growing up with the Caribbean parents, we ate fish for breakfast a lot of times. I feel like that helped me get those high scores in school, you know, things like that. Um, but like, uh -huh. yeah, the berries, once again. You know, all the, especially blueberries, uh, walnuts, you can tell they're brain food because they actually look like a brain. You know, they, nature puts little messages mm -hmm. like that, you know, things like that. So you can know what is going to attribute. Also, grapefruit, um, you know, just just uh, anything, anything I would say from the brain, from, from the uh, berries, the walnuts and almonds and fish like salmon, maybe mackerel things like that. Those those foods are always geared towards high uh, mental function. I feel like I need to go grocery shopping. So, <laughs> so I was making, I was looking um, through your, through your page and I just wanted to, I, on the things that, oh, I'm going to try this and I'm going to yeah. try this. Can you tell us some of the specific benefits of ginger and elderberry? Okay. Well, ginger is another one of those blood purifying roots, um, promotes anti-inflammatory properties, you know, helps clean out the blood. Uh, elderberry, 
Is it very specific to helping, uh, oh, and ginger and elderberry mixed together help reduce mucus in your, in your uh, back of your throat, mucus membranes, helping them, um, <clears throat> helping them remain intact, you know, because a lot of things we consume, we're compromising our mucus membrane every, every day, whether it be smoking, whether it be, you know, uh, the stuff they spray in the air, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So why I promote mm -hmm. ginger elderberry, especially during the cold and flu season, my children don't get sick, you know. Um, I haven't had my children have any major cold beyond a day or two, maybe, you know, and that's because I keep them on that regimen, uh, that ginger elderberry syrup, and I make that from scratch. Wow, wow, that's pretty, that's good. Let me ask you something, vegetables, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that um, fresh vegetables are better over like frozen vegetables? Um, I mean, you know, or canned vegetables. Do you think, because a lot of people think that frozen vegetables, it, it holds on to the nutrients. I don't know how much uh, truth there is to that. So tell me what's your take on vegetables, whether it's good to have them fresh or That's frozen good. or canned. Mm -hmm. The best way to consume vegetables is always going to be the fresh um, vegetables. You know, do uh, frozen vegetables hold on to nutrients? They do. You know, they, if they're frozen at the right time, you know, uh, they can hold on to a lot of nutrients. It's not going to be anywhere near what you would get from fresh picked out of grandma's backyard. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole different feeling. You can feel it in your body when you consume it. And uh, just canned foods, I'll eat those too, but I'm, I generally try to stay away from those because that's going to be the least amount of nutrients. So in my mind, if I'm eating to be healthy, why not do it the best way that I can do it? You know, why not just, if I'm going to eat vegetables, why not go straight to the source? I go straight to the produce section. You know, I don't need to get a, why would I get the canned version? I understand the produce may, you know, wilter away and things like that, but that's generally because we do what? We leave it in the fridge. We don't actually, you know, take the time and, and, and treat ourselves with the proper respect that we know we deserve. You know, self-love starts with stuff like that. You know, if you're going to buy produce just to leave it on the shelf in your kitchen, I mean, you might as well not buy it. You know what I'm saying? But I know that in a pinch, you know, you might have the frozen vegetables, you might certain things they only have frozen that you can't find in the produce section. I get that, you know, and cans. Mm -hmm. I stay away from cans because they line those things with so many toxins, and, and, and I try my best not to ever have to eat that. And so, so it has so much sodium. Yeah, preservatives. The, the canned vegetables because they they have to keep them uh, viable. Yeah, and so um, a can of vegetables may have as much sodium or twice as much sodium as your daily allowance of sodium. Yep. That's a fact. The yeah, same with canned yeah that's a, the same with canned fruit. There's so much sugars mm -hmm. added into canned fruit to mm -hmm. to make sure they stay sweet after being um basically stewed that <laughs> <laughs> you uh you lose a lot of Mm -hmm. the nutritional value that's a fact um what do you think what do you think is making our society so ill you know heart disease also remains a noted leading cause and anxiety and depression is also high mm -hmm. and it's been exacerbated by the pandemic um right. how did we get there on both and what can an individual do as it relates to them specifically? Well, 
I think that the way that we were eating already, like she said earlier, with the fast foods or, or so-called junk foods, we've lied to ourselves for long, for way too long. You know how it feels when somebody else lets you down? Well, imagine when you're the one letting yourself down. It hurts uh-huh. much more, you know what I'm saying? So we call things fast food, junk food. Yeah. How can it be junk and food? It's only one or the other, right? Like it's not, what we call food nowadays is, is loosely, uh, that's a loose definition. Anything, we put anything in our mouths, microwave this, can it, fry it, what have you. That's that's going to lead to a lot of um, dis-ease because the body says, I need to be in a state of ease. There's only two states your body can be in ease or dis-ease, you know? So that's where we start leading our bodies down mm-hmm. this, this dark like road that. because mm-hmm. we start getting addicted. That's a fact. You know, we start getting addicted to... Mm-hmm. You know, I love I love going down to the uh, restaurants, getting my French fries or my you know things like all of that stuff tastes good. And but when I'm being honest with myself, there's nothing better than showing discipline, being good to yourself, actually consuming raw fruits, vegetables, you know, on a consistent basis. If we were doing that, none of these diseases could attach to. Dr. Sabi proved that already. You know, he the the Supreme Court of New York already tried to vilify him and say, oh, you were practicing medicine. He said, no, I'm not. I'm healing people with the herbs. You know what I'm saying? When he, in the, the regimen that he had you on was eating alkaline foods. He had a short list of uh, fruits and vegetables that, you know, we could eat from certain oils, certain spices, certain type of grains. Uh, when you eat like that, there's no, there's no mental uh, health issue going on because your brain is at ease. Your, what our ancestors would say is, as above, so below. As within, so without. So right. if my brain isn't at peace, my body can't be at peace and vice versa. That's and if right. my body and mind are not at peace, mm-hmm. my outside world can't be at peace. You see, it's a whole 360. So, yes. So alkaline foods are foods that naturally occur in nature, right? Your fruits, your vegetables, your seeds, mm-hmm. your grains, and your legumes. That's all the body needs to function. That's when you're just giving your body straight fuel, you know. Okay. Acidic food is anything else. Hybrid, like they like these orange carrots that we buy in the store, that's not naturally occurring. Man made that, you know. The yellow corn, man manipulated that, you mm-hmm. know. Certain various other things, uh, even spinach, you know. You wanted to do I best for you. Spinach isn't good? It's I wouldn't say it's not good. I would say it's not as good as consuming kale or Swiss shard or something else that's naturally occurring. You know, I'm not gonna, I, I know that there's, some people say they benefit from eating GMO foods to an extent, but as far as like, if you wanna be at the top. Oh, wow. Yeah, spinach is definitely GMO. It took uh, years of research on that. I didn't know a lot of these foods that I were eating every day. You know, my mom made for me growing up. Why would, why would mom feed me this? She didn't have any knowledge of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about, uh, mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel guilty for not knowing these things. I just say, do your own independent research, you know, and look up Dr. Sabi, man. He he he, made, he really changed the world, you know. Uh, he brought back a message that mm-hmm. has been there, like I said, for centuries. But like every so often, we just need a new doctor, a new uh, herbalist to promote and remind us of what we're truly supposed to be consuming. So <clears throat> when you, the more acid you have in your body, that's that strengthens your ability, your susceptibility to disease. Because okay. if you say, for example, I tell I tell my son all the time, if you 
look on the back of whatever you're about to eat. If it has a wrapper, first of all, if it has a wrapper, we know it's generally going to be acidic, right? But there are some natural foods that come mm -hmm. packaged. So if you look at the back of the packaging and you can't pronounce something, that means your body is also not going to be able to break that down. You know what I'm saying? All this three, four syllable words that you, you're like, what is this? I have no idea. I thought I was just getting chicken soup. But everything on this list, I cannot pronounce. That's not good for you. You know what I'm saying? And the more we move towards only eating foods that our body is actually made to break down, the more we move to better and proper mental health and better health overall. It's, like I said, it's a whole 360 deal. Mm. What, that's interesting. Why do you think GMO is bad for us? Like, what is the, you know, um, downside to uh, intaking GMO foods? I mean, you hear it all the time, GMO free, you know, you're like, okay, this mm -hmm. is good. But like, what am I avoiding? What is it about GMO that can be harmful to my health and why I shouldn't consume it? GMO means genetically modified, right? So if the food you're eating is genetically modified, then it might modify your genetics as well. They would say you are what you eat. I haven't heard people say that in such a long time because they know if I'm what I eat, I might want to change what I'm eating. You know, because you know, uh, think about it. I, when's the last time you've been in a store and see seeded grapes? You know, I, I find that even in the Whole Foods, I, I can't find seeded grapes for a lot, for most of the time. I can't find... Uh, I've heard this new thing called organic seedless watermelon. How does, I don't. That, that sounds like it's like something that's modified. Yeah. But you see what my issue is? I'm going to tell yeah. you, I feel like the challenge we deal with, we're facing in society is this. You have healthy foods that you know that are better for you. And the prices are like sky high, as mm -hmm. opposed to I can go to Wendy's for a four before. You know what I'm saying? And so you feel it like you have to make these life decisions daily, but eating healthy is actually can, I don't want to say it's expensive because you hear people say, no, there's ways that you can make it not so expensive. But the reality is if I go to my local supermarket, it's going to be $10 for a fruit bowl, $10 for a fruit bowl. And then I can go and get a, a chicken, you know, and fries uh, and a soup for like six bucks <laughs> you know what I mean? in the same supermarket. Why is that? And it's, I think that's what kind of challenges us as a society. Like I want to eat healthy, but geez, it's expensive. Yeah. And like, I want to spend $10 for some food I'm not even going to enjoy. I think that's the psychology we go through. That's How do fact. we overcome that? I mean, the main thing is for one, you got to remember your, your grocery bill might look a little bit expensive, but I've never seen a grocery bill that compares to a hospital bill. I've, I just never seen that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, right. And then on top of that, you know, thank you. Um, furthermore, I feel like that fruit bowl you're going for is also again, what fast food to an extent, because that's a bowl of different fruits. Mm -hmm. in one for your convenience you know what i'm saying now if you bought various fruits cut them up freeze them put make your own fruit bowls and freeze it prep ahead of time that's what i had to do when i was vegan and alkaline i had to prep my meals freeze them box them up what have you and i have to make my schedule it's, it just takes work you know what i'm saying it takes a certain level of discipline it's the same discipline you have you should have at your job or in school and you got to study and you, Hey, I can't, I got all these subjects. It's easier to just to Google, you know, and, and take the answer off the internet and try to put in my own words. Yeah. But did you actually retain that information though? 
you know, did you did you actually benefit? Yeah, you might have got that A on that paper, you got your degree, but then when you start that job, you know, are you really comfortable now? How many times, you know, we gonna we're gonna go through that. So it's the same way with with our eating regimens. It's like, yeah, I can eat this soup and soup and, and, and a piece of bread or whatever and just be satisfied. But again, I'm gonna feel lethargic now. I'm gonna wanna go to sleep. Now I done told myself. All those things I told myself, I'm, I'm going to work out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm way less likely to do that now because I'm tired, because my food, the food that I'm putting in my body does not sustain life. It's not giving me no energy. You know what I'm saying? But if you're scheduling stuff, you schedule when you eat, okay, before I eat, smoothie. But after I eat, after I work out, salad, boom. This, then the third, it's, it just goes in a certain, you know, it's just changing your routine. It's just it's, it's as simple as that. What I did in order for me to go vegan, because I grew up eating everything under the sun besides pork like you know i grew up rastafarian so that's the only food i didn't eat was was pork you know um so if you told me i was going to go vegan i would have never believed you I looked at you like you were crazy i started with a water fast you know some i did seven days some people can only do three some people can only do one it doesn't matter just start there yeah. limit the amount of instant gratification you give yourself because it was like it was in my late 20s when I did it. And I'm like, hold on. So you mean to tell me I don't have to eat? Like, I can literally go the whole day without putting food in my mouth? Like, so I'm complaining about what's what I'm spending in this and the third instead of having gratitude that the most high allowed me to sustain life another day. I have enough fat cells from all the fake foods I've been eating, you know what I'm saying, that is allowing me to sustain. I say, let me go another day and another. I don't think I got hungry until about four days without food. You know what I'm saying? And wow. This is coming straight off of eating burgers and everything else like everybody else was eating, you know? So it's I, it's all about just trying to jump out there, you know? I think it's easy to do that when your kids are not around. Like, I'll, I'll try that. <laughs> but then when my kids are hungry and I got to cook, I'm like, man, I'm just going to eat something. <laughs> I mean, it's but easy. you're right. It takes discipline. Yeah. And, it, and you got the same way you have to have discipline other things. Yeah. That's a fact. It's very, it's very easy, you know? I got my three-year-old dad. I want this. I want that. You know, he, it's easy for me to say, y'all, let me pick out of his plate when I'm, you know, when, when I'm cooking and all that. But I also got to remember I'm the one guiding him. Yeah. If I can't show discipline. I can't expect my child mm -hmm. to have any type of discipline. That's, That's true. Just a fact. They don't listen to what we say. They follow what they see us do. What they do. You know? Yeah. So I may be tired when I, when I see him and he's like, dad, he picks up his, he, he picks up and he's like, dad, let's do some push-ups. And I'm just like, Dad just got off a 40 hour work week, buddy. I don't, you know, I ain't got, to, you know, but I, you know what, for him, so that you can have some sort of, you know, sustenance for your future, let me go ahead and do what's hard right now because not only am I helping you grow, but you helping me grow. Families that health and family go hand in hand. You yes. Know, we're the ones who are making mm -hmm. sure a lot of things that we call hereditary disease is really not that. It's not a special gene that says, hey, I'm going to have high blood pressure for the rest of my life. What it really is, is we pass down our eating habits. We pack up, pass down our workout, um, you know, or lack thereof. And, and and that's basically how they learn, how we pass this down. It's, it's, it's actually sad when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we just all gather around, eat this BS, watch this TV, and then tell ourselves we didn't have mm -hmm. time in the day. We had all the same amount of time as everybody else who's out there kicking butt. You know what I'm saying? But we decided not to do that. So it's all about what you feel like you are mm -hmm. worth, what you feel like your family is worth, 
all the things that you made it through in your life, did, did you make it through that just to stop here and now and never grow again? You know, it's up to you, to be honest. Now, very well said. Very well said. I I, I agree with all of that, man. You're saying all the right things, and I'm like, oh man. So I have to change my diet this week. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I continue to tell myself every day. So, so no judgment, you know. So, what are some of the um, some of the essential uh, oils and herbs that you think everyone should um add into their diets well the main thing for me as a caribbean american cmos that has 92 of the 102 minerals that your body is built of you know so you're getting your it's like a nature's multivitamin you know it boosts your immune system it boosts mm -hmm. stamina it boosts you know virility and even fertility helps with thyroid fibroids i mean the list of benefits is so long is i might as well find the list of what it doesn't do you know what i'm saying like that's just number one uh -huh. <clears throat> number two or neck and neck tie would be black seed oil what we call kalanji oil what have you black cumin seed the oil from that seed is called the, the cure to everything but death you know because there's literally nothing that it, it doesn't cure you know, as long as as long as you have any ailment, you take that on a consistent basis, you're going to be at your tip top shape. I think that that is another main reason why myself and my children don't find ourselves sick. Um, despite the fact that my children are not vaccinated at all, not just the COVID, but like none, no vaccines at all. You know, I didn't I didn't get them vaccinated since birth. So I think that they've been on point because. It's always a tea, it's always a herb, it's always something that grandma, grandma, my grandmother never took me to a doctor, you know, growing up. She always had a tea for this or, or some sort of ointment, you know, so yeah. I just stayed in tune with that, basically. Yeah, got to give it to grandmas for that, man. Sure. That was my grandmother, too. And she always had all kinds of, you know, I used to call them potions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Potions. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Yeah, grandma, my grandmother is what, 94? And I think she's my oldest living family member for that same reason. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's how I feel. Right. Yeah. Love potion number nine. <laughs> right. So um, I get, I've I, I read, I see so many um, different articles and different people gluten-free 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 mm -hmm. um why do you what why do you think gluten is bad for you or do you think gluten is bad for you gluten isn't necessarily bad for you unless you have a gluten allergy that's something that's more specific you know um mm -hmm. most of us the human body doesn't need gluten so you Technically, we all have a gluten allergy if we want to, but like since most of us were eating things with gluten in it since birth, we develop, uh, you know, a uh, immunity towards that type of stuff. Um, but I did notice that when mm -hmm. I went, when I went vegan, right, and I'm eating all these things, okay, now I fell down on my luck. There was a period of time where I didn't have the ability 
to be, you know, going and buying these foods, things like that. I noticed that everything I was eating, I noticed what I, breads and stuff like that, that contain gluten that would really hurt my body to, to reinduce, reintroduce to my body mm-hmm. two years of not eating that. And I feel like that's, that's just not just the gluten, but just like that strong level of wheat, things like that. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. like that's why Dr. Savy wouldn't advise that you eat these modern breads. He would tell you to use some ancient grains like spelt or quinoa or kamut or something to make your breads and avoid gluten better like that. You know, it's just like your body's not made to break it down. But if we've breaking it, broken it down for decades, it, we are able to do it. It's just not made to do it. You know what I'm saying? For our audience who may not know, mm-hmm. what is gluten exactly? Can you try to explain that for someone who doesn't understand? To be honest, uh, I don't think I could break that down. Um, I'm not that versed in gluten. You know what I'm saying? Like, but is it just like an is it like an ingredient that's in foods that's just a, advised, or it's, is it an, it's ingredient? Not an ingredient? It's a property of the food. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay. It's something you. that occurs naturally that just shows that maybe we should the cooking process. Okay. Yeah, like when you make bread, it has gluten and it just shows that maybe we weren't supposed to eat those things. Like our ancestors may not have uh, needed to use this type of grain, you know, but it might have been in their area, so they used it. They might have, you know, I'm not, I don't pretend to know every single thing on the earth, but I feel like people did what was convenient for them in the time period that they were living in. And that's just something that we noticed over time. Like, yeah, not everybody agrees with that. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So we see this uh, all all the time. We see this MSG or not MSG, especially in Chinese food. There's so much so that even when I go into a Chinese restaurant, they ask, "Do you add? Do you want it added or not?" Right. So. Um, and and a lot of uh, uh, talking to a, a lot of um, my Asian friends, they think that there are health properties in MSG. Um, do you have any knowledge on MSG and or why it's bad for you? Um, I think I put that with most things that I told you before. Uh, the blanket statement for me is, if you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't consume it, you know? So I don't even know how to break that oh. word down where MSG is. Right. So I'm just gonna, you know, do like Malcolm X say, make it plain. If I can't make it plain, it's not for <laughs> me. It's just, I, some people may disagree with me, you know, but I haven't heard anybody tell, I've never heard of anybody tell me the health benefits of MSG. <laughs> I've never even heard anybody argue for that. I heard that that was something they added to their foods for certain, you know, flavors. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but I never heard anything mm-hmm. healthy. So, yeah. And you I, know, I, 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 I heard that a lot of our mental health issues derive from our gut. Mm-hmm. What it is that we're putting in our gut. Mm-hmm. Can you emphasize on that? Because they say sometimes depression comes from our guts. It starts yeah. from the gut. So I kind of want to understand how exactly does that work and what are some recommendations to have a, a clean colon or, or whatever to work that through? What do you do if that's where you feel like your issues are coming from? And how is that? Why is it that our issues come from our gut? 
uh, the reason why the issues come from your gut is because that's where your second brain is. You know what I'm saying? That's just like the body's always been connected to gut. The gut and the mind is, is the same thing, you know, just as above, so below, like I spoke on earlier. So, you know, if your body is not able to break something down and it has to work extra hard, you know, it's just like when you eat too close to going to sleep. You know, I remember mom always tell us, make your, let your food digest before you lay down because your body is meant to be at peace when, you know, when it's overnight, things like that. So it's the same way with, uh, you know, making sure that your body doesn't have to work too hard, whether you're awake or, or not, whether you're able to burn it off or not. You should never put so much things in your body that you have it on overload. Your body's going to break it down because the human body is just that magnificent. You know what I'm saying? But it's not, <clears throat> it's just like a car. Just because I can drive it fast and go a long t period of time, why would I purposely not put oil in it or anything else that the manual says, you know, to put in it? So it's the same way that I suggest that we get things to help remove that gunk and that clutter. Same way your car has to go for an oil change, take out the old oil and put in a new oil. Right. You should do detoxes. You need center leaf, other type of laxative, natural laxatives. It may not taste good in that moment. It may like cleansers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you got to get it out. You're, you're only as clean as your colon is. You know, that's what, are just, some, what are some foods or things that, or minerals or supplements you can take to help clean the colon? Well, my favorite, my grandmother, every Saturday, even though we hated it, we couldn't leave the house without drinking some center leaf tea. She made it, she boiled it, you know, center leaves over, over her stove, made it extra strong. And we're going to keep running back in that house because we got to keep going. But, <laughs> but we were not sick. Children, we were not sick. Bro. Me and my brothers laugh about that all the time. You know, grandma, you cannot leave grandma's house on Saturday without drinking that. You know, we tried everything. We tried to, you know, mix the tea with some soda or something, put some sugar. You ain't going to like that. You know what I'm saying? You might as well just drink the tea, you know, and let your body do its thing because uh, the more you hold on to, to that excess filth is... It's only helping you age faster. It's only helping your body shut down faster and making you more susceptible to disease, like I said before. Hmm. That's interesting. I like that. Senna leaves. I'm gonna look at if you if you have if you have a if you have an issue getting hold of senna leaves, there's also um the powders that are naturally um made. Yeah. So most of those, most of they, there are ways to get my bad. Now I was gonna say most of the laxatives that no, you go find, ahead. I'm most of the laxatives that you find, center leaf is the is the main ingredient, the main active ingredient. Mm -hmm. you know so that's why I said center leaf though. But there's various other ones as well. Hmm. That's interesting. You mentioned earlier about sea moss, and you said, but there's all types. There's like purple sea moss. There's mm -hmm. um, you know, regular sea moss. What is the difference and what's the best way to consume it? Like I ordered this big thing of purple sea moss and I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Yeah. So what 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 do you do and what's the difference between the different colors or different types of sea mosses? Um there's no real main major difference between the two colors, uh between the gold and, and the purple. The purple is just more um I forget the word I'm looking for at the top of my head, but it goes towards a certain healing, a certain part of your body that you might want to heal 
and Target specifically, you would use the purple for that. I can't, I, I pardon me for not remembering the word, okay. but it's the same way how like red onions, beets and, and things of that color spectrum focus on like certain, a certain part of your healing. Yeah. That's, the only, that's the only thing that's the difference. Um, but the gold sea moss is going to do the same thing. It's just not going to target that one area the same way. You, you understand what I'm saying? Ghost sea moss is more of a broad spectrum, yeah. you know. And furthermore, a lot of yeah. gold sea moss is also has purple parts in it, has red parts in it, has green parts in it, because a lot of it depends on how it was dried in the sun, whether it was dried at night, whether it was dried in the daytime. You know, a lot of it, a lot of that same purple sea moss started off gold as well. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay. It's more about how you need it in that in that moment. But uh, <clears throat> prep it though. How do you prepare it? What's the best way to prepare if you have a natural sea moss? Um, I make it, I make mine into a gel naturally. Uh, most times when I'm when I use it, just because uh, it makes it easy to just hurry up and scoop it, put it in my smoothies. I also like you know. Scoop how do you do it. that? How do you make it into a gel? I mean, everybody makes this differently. I, okay. The reason, the reason that I don't specify how I make my gel is because it's the way my grandmother made it. That's the way that sets my products apart different from somebody else who may sell their CMOS gel. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want nobody out there to think that their version is wrong or whatever. And the people who support my business, you know what I'm saying? They they get my grandma's recipe on how to make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. generally, yeah, like... Don't, don't, be get, don't be giving away the, the, the recipe. I mean, I, I don't get my grandma to beat me up. I ain't, I ain't too old for that. You know what I'm saying? Already. Recipe, but, but just give us a basic idea. Like, I have a, a thing of purple sea moss. What's a what's a advice you would give on for me to... How should I prepare it? For um, well, I'll tell you this. You're going you're gonna to clean it. Let it soak. Clean it, boil it, blend it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Is, but how how you do that? That's up to you. Okay. But how I do it is is I know the way I do it is is what keeps grandma <laughs> going without no cane right now. You know so, but either way, however I consume it, it's still gonna be beneficial. You're gonna still get the benefits. Just okay. make sure you clean it first. That's okay. why I tell everybody. I don't and care which. Soak it. Yeah, soak it and clean it first. I don't, okay, I don't okay. care who you got it from. You don't want to be in taking all that extra sea salt, the debris, if it's natural, because that's another thing I didn't know about um, for a long time, that they make GMO sea moss or pool raised moss or whatever. Stay away from that. A lot of people don't know how to tell the difference. You know, I've even had people tell me that the sea moss I sell is fake, and I'm just like, nah. Like (laughs) My uncle goes and dives and gets that so there's no way he can dive into the sea and pull out fake sea moss but like i get you i hear you because it's they make them look like this they make them look like that you know there's different types of sea moss they got um the normal sea moss that most people get from the caribbean uh and then they got another kind called conjures crispus which is supposed to be even more nutrient dense you know to me i feel like i didn't feel no difference between the conjures crispus or the uh, or the other kind of sea moss. I feel like those are just marketing tools, you know, but maybe there's somebody has a study that can prove it wrong, you know what I'm saying? But I don't feel that big a difference between as long as you're trying your best and you're getting that sea moss straight from the ocean, you should be good, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. What is some of, what's been some of the challenges um, trying to get uh, people to actually see the benefits of a holistic approach 
the main issue is what we've been talking about this whole time, addiction to um, following the norms, you know, the standard American diet, you know, uh, people feel like, well, uh-huh. this was so good. Why didn't my doctor tell me about it? I have to remind you, if you're cured, uh-huh. you're not making that doctor no money. So why would, I never met the pusher man that taught you how to get yeah. out of You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't, they, logic fails. Uh-huh. Seeing that for this past uh, two years now, logic is failing a lot of people. So you mean to tell me that if I had displayed no symptoms of being sick, I should treat myself as if I'm sick in order to protect people who protect themselves from something that's not protecting them. It's just like the, this whole narrative, you know, that people, people, a lot of people need somebody to coddle them, somebody to walk, hold their hand and walk them through life. You know, they need somebody outside of themselves to tell them how to live their lives, you know. Um, but it, seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. You know? People who know me, they see firsthand. Mm-hmm. That man, his children, they're never sick. They're never, you know, he's always healthy. He's got energy. You know, he, he comes to work when everybody else is calling out, you know, the, the proof is in the pudding, you know, it's just the, the, that's the main thing is like a lot of people can't believe because they're not around other people to see that that's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you, how, how would you suggest that people blend a, a holistic lifestyle and approach um, with some of the Western medicines that sometimes are necessary, especially for um, people who have like um, genetic disorders, like um, my cousin has sickle cell and he does a lot holistically, but there are some things that he has to go to a, a western doctor for um how do you think you how, how do you think the easiest way to blend those without actually um fighting your own values um i i find it difficult to stand on one side of that fence or another uh i don't know enough about sickle cell you know for me to say okay well this is the plant that you should be consuming but you got to remember those same pharmaceutical drugs are made. The base of those drugs are still the plants that I'm still talking about. You see what I'm saying? It's just about doing your research and knowing mm-hmm. which plant derives that same drug that you put in your body. Maybe it'll be better for you to go straight to that plant source, you know, instead of mixing. Excuse me. I don't I don't I don't advocate um, taking pills and, and stuff like that. That's not I don't I don't stand on that because I've never that's not what I do. I don't take Advil. I don't take, you know, I don't take things like that. When I say I don't do drugs, you know, so uh, if somebody has sickle cell, man never created anything that he didn't first manipulate from nature. So same thing. My dad has diabetes. They were, uh-huh. they were giving him certain medications. Uh, I put him on a certain regimen of, of herbs and, 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 and fruits and vegetables and, and things that I knew targeted diabetes, he was able to get off of those pills and he's good now with his new new eating regimen. You know, so I don't I don't say mix the two. Yeah, you do what you can do until you know better. Once you know better, you do better. Right. 
So that's what I would suggest. Right. When you um look at the when you look at healthcare overall, mm-hmm. can you uh talk about the importance of I know you you kind of touched on it, but I think just specifically the um the relationship between mind, body, and spirit mm-hmm. and the need to take care of each in order to have a whole body wellness approach. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, it starts, it's, it's always going to start with your mind. You know, your soul normally knows what to do, but the trick is quieting your mind in order to be able to listen to your soul. So always uh, advocate for meditation, um, yoga, calisthenics, cardio, things that get you out of the, you know, off of the hamster wheel, so to speak, you know, because we all process billions of mm-hmm. thoughts every day. We don't know, you know, half the time you don't even, you're, you're stressed and, and tired just because of how many thoughts are coming through your mind. So I always say, try your best to slow it mm-hmm. down. I meditate multiple times a day. I know if I didn't, I couldn't imagine what life would be like. So that's the premise. Um, once you're able to slow down your mind, you can, like I said, remove yourself from this instant gratification, always feeling like, oh, I feel hungry for right now. So I have, I must run around and look for something to put in my mouth and, and satisfy me. Like, calm down. You're not going to die if you go another 20, 30 minutes, another hour, another day. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, nothing's going to happen to you. Remove that fear from because fear is one of the biggest blockages of your immune system that we know this is why when we turn on the tv or the radio it's consistently telling oh you got to do this get that some people this many people died somebody got robbed blah 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 this is like the more you have fear the more afraid you are the less you can think properly you know which is why have no fear or be not afraid is written what 365 times in the bible alone you know, that's a daily reminder to have no fear, to trust the most high. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the mind, the body, and the spirit that I just broke down. That's the whole 360 or what we call the holistic spectrum of health. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um... In, in America, in general, um, we focus more on treatment than prevention. Mm-hmm. How do you get people to change that mindset? Um, we need to get our people to start taking care of themselves before they get sick instead of after mm-hmm. they get sick. Um, how, how do you think we go about changing that mindset? I mean, what I do is I try to relate everything from a scientific or or, or nutritional value. Try to find something else in 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 uh, mm-hmm. mainstream media or movie or a hip hop song or whatever. I'm I'm that type of person who can always try to draw comparisons and and things like that. So I try to reach people where they are. Everybody's not going to get it. Everybody's not going to always understand, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, 
we tr- we all do our own thing. Each one teach one, you know. But how how you do how do you treat something that you don't have? If you prevent it, you don't have it, right? So there's no need to treat it, right? So it's like just breaking that. You got each person is so different. I mean, I know people from all walks of life, you know, from the hood to the to the university, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just based. You you got to not put a blanket on everybody as if one way is just going to teach all everybody the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to know thyself. Know thyself. Know thyself, and you will know God. You know what I'm saying? So right. you know, I. I I try my best to go to everybody with a blank slate and meet them where they are. Some people are never going mm-hmm. to understand, you know, CMOS, nutrients, and this and that. They don't know what you're talking about. Just show me. Put this. You say, take this and put this in my in my smoothie. Okay, cool. And it works. And then they're like, see? Yeah, go holler at my man. They might not never explain it to their friend. they be like, yeah, go holler at King of Zion. He got that. You know, he'll get you right. And that's usually how it goes. Like, mm-hmm. I can't... I can't uh, focus on trying to heal every single person because it's not my job. You know, I don't even want to like to stress myself out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to st- heal everybody. I just play my role <laughs> and ask everybody else to play theirs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of your products because I was I looked through your website and I'm like, I just want all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want everything that he's selling. <laughs> For sure. Right. <laughs> Can you go through some some of your products and the health benefits, um, mm-hmm. and when you're finally going to get those meal those meals out? Because yeah. I am so <laughs> looking forward to that. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I'm waiting for my uh, containers to come in the mail right now. So trust me, the meals are coming way sooner than you think. Um, but as far as what I'm what I have on, on deck already. CMOS is uh, going to be my number one seller. You know, like I said, 92 minerals that are essential to your body's optimal function. You know, everything everything that you need and that you usually get from your mo- your other vitamins is going to be right there. You know, uh, what else? Oh. I got Kalanji oil, a.k.a. black seed oil. Again, the cure to everything but death. You know, any ailment you have, whether it's a scar externally, whether you feel something in your chest, whether it's, you know, you want to rub it somewhere, you, you, you see benefits with consistent use of Kalanji oil. Um, I make CMOS juices. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they're like, I don't got no blender. I don't make no smoothies. I don't look, just make the juice for me. And I just drink it. Look, I made the juices too. And, and you know, okay. <laughs> people feel <laughs> With juices, smoothies, you know, uh, I make tonics. I sell herbs if you want to make tea, you know, uh, everything from Jamaican sarsaparilla to, you know, any burdock root, bladder rack. I mean, the list goes on. Whatever it is out there, I got it, you know, as far as your your, your health goes. Um, and another thing a lot of people buy, another top seller is going to be uh, – the sage sticks, because the sage is not just to quote unquote ward off evil spirits and things like that, but it's also to purify the, the air, you know. And especially with these uh, airborne pathogens, a lot of people are being afraid of right now. You need to keep your, your uh, air in your home, especially purified, you know. But like I said, it does work mm-hmm. uh, spiritually as well. You know what I'm saying? I love sage. I, I have. 
tons of sage <laughs> I just like the smell of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, when I, you know, um, when I'm smudging or whatever, it just like it does feel like I've, I've purified the air. Yeah, uplift yeah. there, you feel up. That's yeah. What it is. yeah. yeah. So, um, out of all the stuff that you you're doing, and um, all the stuff that uh, you've done, mm -hmm. what do you want people to remember you for? Um, I think most people remember me for you know what I've what value I've added to their life. You know, whether it be a shoulder you know, an heir to listen to them, whether it be somebody who helped facilitate their health, whether it be just the guy that was in their classroom making them laugh, you know, whatever it was, whether it be the music, I've been, you know, bands and, and things like that, music, no matter what I've done, it's been in a healing uh, perspective, a healing, healing paradigm. So as long as you remember me as somebody who helps you heal, you know, or help facilitate an environment for you to heal yourself, that's all that matters to me, you know. And the name of the show is um, Powerful Impact. Yes, indeed. So, so who are the three people who, who are three people who um, provided a powerful impact for you in your life? Well, like I can always say, Grandma, you know, Cicely Archer, 94 years old, always to help raise me and my brothers, you know, strong woman, you know, uh, had us healthy the whole time. I don't recall being sick or missing school for none of that. So definitely grandma, um, my dad, Philip Archer, I mean, Philip Allen, because he never, he never uh, strayed away. He was always there for his sons. Um, definitely taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and my mom. Sharon Archer. So, you know, she's spiritual guidance, you know, and that's, that's the Trinity right there. Mm -hmm. My dad and my grandmother, you know what I'm saying? So in the future, I feel like, you know, I, I can't just have a Trinity. It's going to have to be a pantheon. It's going to have to include my children because they teach me every day as well. But Ashe. Um, for someone like me who, um, battle sciatica on the daily. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are some of the foods you would suggest that um, that not only that would fight inflammation, but also adds inflammation, which you should leave out of your diet? Mm. Uh, for adding inflammation, it's pretty much going to be any of those acidic foods, like I said, like um, French fries and you know a bunch of fried foods. Um, that's that's unhealthy. That's going to that's going to cause you to have like heart, you know, heartburn, any of that type of stuff. Stay away from that. As far as uh, reducing inflammation, I'm going to always prescribe ginger, um, key limes. Uh, not key lime straight, but like, you know, adding it to your water, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. 
what else? I'm taking notes. <laughs> As you should. Um, I'm literally yeah. taking notes. What's wrong with that? You know, uh, <laughs> we can discuss more because I got a lot of stuff written down or what have you. So whenever you want one-on-one consultation, we can do that as well. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Uh, but I, I like that. Cool. On the That's cool. No doubt. Always here for you. <laughs> I like that. There are so many yeah, guys. I, I'm a nurse, but I am, hmm. I am horrible about taking medications, it, yeah. just in general. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I think they say nurses make the worst patients. <laughs> hey. I might be giving you a run for your money because I ain't no patient. I take care of self, you know. There are so many diets out there. Do you think some of these diets actually work? Are they beneficial? Or do you think they're just temporary fixes? I think that's what it is, you know. Are you speaking? Yeah, then what kind of diets? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I mean I don't I think the diets <clears throat> Uh, for temporary fixes, of course, you know, things that's, um, you know, you might want to fit back into that old dress or whatever, you know, I, I don't deal with dying or diets or stuff like that. I deal with liberty. I deal with things that are living foods, things that come from the earth and promote life, you know. So dieting is just something I just, I don't deal with. Either it's going to be your lifestyle or it's not. You know? mm-hmm. Right, right. And yeah. like, there are like stuff like, like the keto diet. How well do you think that is? How helpful is that for somebody? Do you think that diets are good when they want to transition into eating, you know, having a healthier lifestyle? Maybe that's kind of like what you need to, to adjust because sometimes mm-hmm. people can't just wake up and have a healthy lifestyle. I think maybe the diet, I don't know. Well, I can't. I ain't gonna say people can't pick up and have a healthy lifestyle. I, I, I know that you can do whatever you put your mind to. But, okay. you know, if you want to transition because you think it'll make it easier, um, keto is fine. You know, it's definitely a good start because isn't that mainly eating things that you know how to pronounce and like, you know what I'm saying? Straight, no chaser, just no extra ingredients and stuff like that. I, I can, I can get behind something like that, you know, to, um, transition to wherever you're trying to get to. And some people that's just, that's the height of their goal. Look, let me just, you know, cut back to, to, to real food. You know, um, some people, they want to go to vegetarian. Some people, they want to be vegan. Some people want to be alkaline vegan. And some people, uh, I know a few people who are breathitarians. They don't even consume. They're food. what? Breathitarian? Yeah. They got people out here that's- I never heard of that term. Okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Wow. I can be crazy myself, but like, I, they, they're living proof that it can be done. You know what I'm saying? So I- I give them nothing but props. I can't. I can't take away from what they're doing to sustain their life. They look healthy. They feel healthy. Power to you. You know. What I'm saying? Right. I. I don't think I can get there. But again, that's just negative self talk. I know I can get there if I want to get there. You know. Right. Right. Um. How important is it that? Yeah. I, I know you, you just mentioned negative self talk. How much? How important do you think it is that uh, people include positive affirmations into their um, daily routine? As important as meditation or anything else, you know. These are uh, things that I add to my day every day. Like I said, I meditate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, 
So the same way, affirmations and things like that, so that we are going to have negative self-talk, just how I quickly caught myself. You know, hopefully more people can get to quickly catching themselves before they let it snowball and turn into darkness and places they don't want their mind to go, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. I feel so like if I, you wanted to get into like, I think like how you, how you talk to yourself is so important to your mental health overall, you know? Um, because I remember watching something that said, if you talk to yourself, if you spoke to a very good friend, the way you talk to yourself, your friend wouldn't be your friend anymore, mm-hmm. you know? So you gotta be your, you gotta be your first best friend. So mm-hmm. when you, even when you make a mistake or you do something, it's so easy. Like when we mess up and we're like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Oh my God, I'm so, re-, you know, I'm so this. I'm so, and then we're, we're, we're putting that out there to ourselves when we should be like, oh wow, you know what? Maybe we should try this. Like, cause you wouldn't say that to your friend. Oh man, you're so stupid. Why you do that? You know, you wouldn't say that. So that I, I recently learned that. And that's something that I'm consciously trying to practice is talking to myself, even in a pot, even when I make a mistake. Like Natalie, you know, don't, that's not a good thing for us. Maybe we should think this through. And it really helps my mood and just my overall, how I deal with people. Because if I'm talking to myself with respect, I'm automatically going to speak to other people with respect. I don't know. That's a fact. I mean, before, and that's why I don't go around speaking (laughs) negatively to other people, because in order for that energy to reach them, it has to go through me first, right? So it's, it's the same way. It's an it's a equal exchange of energy, you know, and talking negatively to yourself has never been linked to anything positive in this world, not for you, not for you. You know, this is, those are things that we learn from other people, you know, uh, toxic behavior, generally a learned thing. I never saw a baby come out the womb or just start talking negatively about themselves. They pick that up for somebody else along the way, you know, because it's not conducive to a healthy lifestyle, a healthy mind. You know, I, I don't know everything in this world, but I know one thing, you can never have a positive life with a negative mind. It just don't work like that, so. Those are facts. That is mm-hmm. true Boom. <laughs> Boom. So when you talk, when you think, you, you talked about uh, how often you meditate. Mm-hmm. When people, will, what is some advice you give to someone who has just, um, discovered medica- meditation and wants to try it, but they don't really know how, what would be the best way for you would think for them to start? Um, my number one thing is just jump out there. Just dive head first. Meditation has not ever been known to kill somebody. So don't, don't set too high of an expectation. You know what I'm saying? Just jump out there. Put on. I, I go to YouTube mm-hmm. every day. And, go, and just type in meditation, whether it be 15-minute meditation, 20-minute, an hour. Work yourself up from where you know you can start. I, I Sometimes I, I don't have uh-huh. – it's the end of lunch break. I'm, I got to go back to work, but I got two minutes. I put in a two-minute meditation. That's sometimes that's all you need. You know, you'll be surprised what two minutes of conscious thought directed towards, you know, a specific goal can do for you. So that's, that's all I advise, just jump out there and – Number two, uh, I'm going to always advocate for ecotherapy, meaning get outside, you know what I'm saying? Get into nature, get lost in nature, and you'll find yourself, you know what I'm saying? Just sunlight, 
I don't care if it's cold outside. I go outside in the cold. I might not be out there as long as I would when it's sunny outside, but I'm going to go out there and get some fresh air, be around the trees. We, we already know the trees help us breathe, you know, so why not get out there and get the most fresh air for your lungs as possible? So just sometimes watching a bird fly, you just be quiet and just think about how majestic that is, you know, things like that. Just it's, it, it comes with time. I've been doing this for so long that sometimes I forget the basic blocks, but I know that at the end of the day, just jump out. Just jump out there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Going outside and getting some fresh air. They say that you should at least take a 30 minute, 15 to 30 minute walk every day out in nature. Mm -hmm. It's just just a walk, a quiet Mm -hmm. walk for 15, 20, 30 minutes the most. And that is enough to reduce a lot of anxiety and stress. Just being outside, just being still for a moment, you know? Yeah, and some people, they can't uh, make it outside because of whatever ailments they have. They can't walk, you know, things like that. They don't have anybody to push their wheelchair. You know, go on a trip in your mind. Put on sound bowl meditations or what have you, sound baths and and whatnot, you know. um, There's just so many various ways to meditate that you shouldn't put a limit on it. That's all I would say. Mm -hmm. No matter what, I, I stand in the shower and meditate if I need to. Because, hey, I woke I overslept. Oh, my God, I'm going to be late to work. But what's the point of being late and stressed? It don't make no sense. So I might as well breathe. Mm-hmm. It starts with the breath, though. Focus on your breathing. Taking deep breaths just always, you know, allows you to be in the present moment. Because uh, anxiety comes from being too much in the future. Depression comes too much from being too much in the past. But when you're truly in the present, you'll be at peace. You know, I, I read a book by Eckhart Tolle called The, the Power of Now. Yes. It changed my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already knew these things, but it just helped me feel like I wasn't crazy for knowing those things. You know what I'm saying? So that was a life changing book. I like that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So glad you brought that up. Boom. Nice. <laughs> yeah. How about vitamin D? Vitamin D, are all those... Vitamin D, you get that from the sun. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said first, get into that sunlight. I love sunlight. I'm a Leo at that. My ruling planet is the sun. You know, I was born in in the summertime. Just give me all the sun that you can give me. You know, I I don't even feel the same. Leo season, August 11th, boom. Yep, Yep. you know it. So, you know, it's the same. uh, They call it seasonal depression things like that, especially for for us as a people who are not even indigenous to this climate. You know, a lot of people wonder, like, is that why they brought us over here? Like, did they know that we would be a little bit more weak during these times of the year? You know, things like that. Um, probably, probably so, you know. But uh, get as much sunlight as possible. Every time the sun, I see the sun, I got to at least stand outside for a few minutes. Even if I got to come back in the house, I got to get a little bit of sunlight directly touching my skin. And I advise that to any human on this planet. Yeah, no doubt. And that's very true. That's why I love the sun too. I love like my house to be lit up. I like, you know, I like for the morning sun to wake me up. I don't like to be in dark rooms for too long. Yeah. Um, it, it, it takes its toll on me. So I'm like, you know, I got teenagers though. So sometimes they have these moments where they like black out their windows and I'm like, the dungeon in here. It's all this light outside, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I know everybody goes to their different moods. And there was times when I used to be like, oh, I don't want to see the sun. But 
now I realize it, it, I think it has to do with your mood, you know? So yeah, I, now more than ever, I definitely love to be just, I, I love a lit room. I like windows. Like it makes me feel good. It really does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to ask, does anybody else have any follow-up questions they want to ask? No, man, he answered so many. He like mm -hmm. I took notes I too. That's you know, saying. so <laughs> always happy to have yeah. I have a whole notebook out. I can't I can't wait to try your product. I I am going yes. to be ordering them. I've been reading through um I've been reading through your listings and I'm so excited. Um can you give out give some shout outs and also tell people where to find your products and um where to reach you? All right. Well, first and foremost, shout out to the most high, you know. Can't do anything without the most high. Shout out to you all over there, powerful impact. Shout out to my sister Mabenti, shout out to my brother. He's at Star Maker Sports. Um Shout out to my mom and dad, grandmother, you know, all the ancestors that help us where we are today. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at King of Zion Official. Um, that's where I'm at for right now. I don't really, I'm not really uh, ready to launch a website and do all these other things. So I stay real like, you know, low to the earth. That's just my style, you know. But uh, King of Zion Official on Instagram, definitely check me out. Hit me up on the DM. Everything is really friendly you know very personal it's not some corporation over here it's one man and his children you know mm -hmm. heal the world as best as he can do and they can do so that's where i'm at i like that well, keep doing what you're doing i think what you're doing is very positive right. i love the fact that you have already incorporated teaching your children i mean mm -hmm. it's natural for them now because you've been doing it so long so you know they've adapted to that better healthy lifestyle and I think what that does is it kind of inspires other children around them because if they're doing these kind of things, it automatically, you know, people are going to be like, wait a minute, you know, what is that? They're going to inquire and it's going to influence them. So I think what you're doing is amazing. I think what you're doing with your children is amazing. You know, I support you all the way. And it was such a pleasure just, you know, listening to you, you know, kind of go through things and explain them, like, you know, really break things down. So for somebody who doesn't understand that or just coming into trying to change their diet. Now they can understand it based on all the information you gave. So thank you very much for that. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. And if you have just a few, a few more minutes, Nev has just the two questions he wanted to ask you before you go. All right. No problem. Is that all right? King? Is that, we're probably going to edit this and put this in the beginning. Is it all right? That's cool. That's um, cool. My question, because we asked this to everybody and I forgot now. Two questions is um number one, first and foremost. Well, three questions. Number one is where are you from? How did that help shape you personally and professionally? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm from I was born here in the uh, DC, Maryland area, you know, but I was first born um to Jamaican and Guyanese immigrants. So it helped shape me because I didn't have just a, a first world view of the world. I have, I grew up not really knowing, you know, that this wasn't Jamaica or Guyana. You know, I thought, you know, uh, of the world bigger than just the United States of America. So I didn't have a lot of the same uh, entitlement or, you know, um, 
I didn't have a lot of the just believing in one way of life being the only way. I, I got different experiences. So I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, just having a herb for everything in your cabinet, you know, based on how you grew up, it was no way I was going to only mm-hmm. trust the doctor or what have you, you know, it was like that. That's dope. You were submerged in the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, number two question is, how did you get your name? And does it have any special meaning or significance to you? Boom. <laughs> the King of Zion name came to me um, much like that Garnet Silk song. I saw Zion in a vision. And, you know. So, yeah, big tune, you know. And uh, I see Zion here. I wanted to bring Zion to earth, you know, and be a representative of the royalty mm-hmm. that we are. I am King of Zion. You are a King of Zion. You are a Queen of Zion. This is the new Zion that we're building here on this planet. So that's, it has, as a roster man, it has definitely uh, a lot of spiritual connection. Uh, so I am my brand, you know? Zion is not only a place. Zion is a state of mind. That's a fact. And a state of being mm-hmm. and a way of life. Facts. So you being a Leo, you're a lion from Zion. It was written in the stars. Mm-hmm. But that's for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. What is the last question that I had? Oh, how did you get on this path to be a healer, to be a what would you would call holistic? In in even in you know, no disrespect, but you know, from our culture and something said bush doctor. Right, right. <laughs> Herbalist, blah blah blah. Explain that path, Reggie. I mean, I feel like I I really didn't have a choice, you know. Um, when when I see my grandmother in her kitchen with so many different herbs, so much different, um, you know, spoons and wooden, you know, just all the different tools she was using, it just looked like she was doing so much magic. And like I said, it wasn't just the youth that wasn't sick. Grandpa wasn't sick. My uncles and my mother and no, nobody was sick. So when I'm looking at everybody else, all my friends and everybody, you know, they they got to constantly take off school, got to constantly, you know, do something like that. I say, your grandma's up to something. And it's not just my grandmother, but most of my mm-hmm. elders, they didn't, unless they chose a path that, you know, to consume uh, alcohol on a consistent or, or, or smoking tobacco, even them lasted without getting cancer and lasted pretty long because the what they were doing to counterbalance the negative choices they were making in life. I say, even if I decide, you know, to be as destructive as, as, as some people be to their body, you know, the herbs always going to help you find your way back home. So I really didn't have a choice. It's just in me, you know, how some things are just innate. Wait a minute now. Yeah. You inspired me, you know. I saw Zion in a vision. You inspired me now. I said it. Well, I said it, but you inspired me. Healer, healing. We didn't even touch on this, and I don't know how we touched on this, but please, King of Zion, before we bounce, please tell the people about the herb, the medical properties for the healing of the nation. Let them know about the healing of the nation. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) The herbs, definitely for the healing of the nation, you know, the whether you look in the Bible, whether you look um, Hippocrates, you know, let the food, that medicine, that medicine be a food, you know. So 
when it comes to the herb, you got to know that it's, it's got to be legalized. It's got to be, you know, it's time. They make billions of dollars off of that because they know that that's mm-hmm. always been a medicine. Rasta belly a long time. Um, what time it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I ain't going to sit here and uh, I don't currently partake because of school and, and work, you know. So I'm not telling you to go uh, do anything that's going to jeopardize your livelihood or nothing like that. But as far as the healing, it's definitely got plenty healing properties. Even the great Dr. Savy said he, he partakes. Well, he did partake before he passed, you know. So just keep those things in mind. Don't let nobody tell you that there's anything uh, against you. That that herb is a magical herb. It's, it's powerful and it's, you know, it's from the most high. So... And CBD oil as well. That's right. Definitely. Like anxiety, seizures. Definitely. And I was thinking about adding that to uh, my line, but so many people don't know the benefits of CBD. I feel like I have to do a lot more education on that first um, before I add that, because I don't want to just have it sitting around and then it getting old and stale. You know, if people don't know what they're buying, I want to be able to you know, educate them first. So don't be surprised if you see King of Zion CBD on, on the line too, you know? Okay, that's what I'm talking about. All right then. Okay. I just want to take the time out to thank you so much for coming on. I want to really thank my Binti. Without her, I would never have met you. And I'm so appreciative of her. She has she gives me gives such great information and I just think that um she's been a blessing. So I appreciate her. I appreciate you sharing all of your knowledge with us. Um I hope yep. everybody takes something away from this and make sure that you uh contact the king of Zion. I'm going to put all of his information in the description. Um, if you have any questions for him or about him, you can hit him up. Um, thank you for watching the show. <clears throat> and everybody, uh, tune into the YouTube channel, like, subscribe, comment, and we'll see you on the flip side. All right. Stay blessed. Peace. I got it.